Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who just five years into my legal career found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. So that I didn't become yet another attorney burnout statistic, I decided it was time to redefine success from the inside out. Fast forward a few years and it worked. I had a thriving legal career balanced with a fulfilling life. What I learned is that you can achieve the success you want without sacrificing yourself in the process. And I'm on a mission to help you do exactly that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hey there, everybody. This is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law podcast, and I want to welcome everybody here in the U.S. who is listening on the day of release because it is the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, y'all. And if you are not listening to me on the 4th of July, um, I cannot blame you. I wouldn't listen on that day either. (laughs) So because today is the fourth, I wanted to come in here with a little bit different episode. It's not a normal episode, but I I think it is an important one. And I'm going to try to keep it a bit shorter than usual. Because today is all about freedom here in the US, or at least it's a very big kind of founding value of the United States, I wanted to come in here and talk a little bit about freedom and what it means to me, because I happen to have as one of my top values, my top core values, the value of freedom. And not everybody does. So a quick discussion on values and why I think this is so important and why I'm coming in here today to talk about this. Everybody has their own core values. They are personal to each individual. One person does not have the same values as somebody else. And even those of us who identify with the same word don't define them the same way. And here is why. Our values are created over a period of time, usually throughout our childhood and into young adulthood. Sometimes we get new values based on experiences later in life, but they are often created mostly through our young experiences, through our experiences as children, through things that we go through, circumstances that we live through, and also the people who surround us and raise us and kind of make an impact on us. We create values out of them. And and what I mean by create is we really kind of adopt them as ours. They are the things that are the most important to us. Those values then kind of flavor everything. They impact the decisions that we make. They also impact our outlook on life and what we think is most important, okay? I think it's important for us to understand this for a couple of reasons. Oftentimes, when we have our biggest disagreements with people, they are values-based. So when you think about the big things we're not supposed to talk about with one another, i.e. politics and religion, because we tend to get into more arguments with people over that, those are values-based oftentimes. And it's why we get so emotional over them. But it's not a good thing to just ignore, I think. I think we need to be talking with one another about what our values are and what our beliefs are and what we think is a priority and what is not and why. I think it's really important for us to understand that. And when you are able to understand that everybody has their own values and that everybody has their own values based on their own unique experiences, it's easier to be more open to listening 
and learning. It doesn't mean it's going to change your opinion, but it allows for more understanding, and I think it would make for a much better world. The thing that I've noticed is, you know, I think the pandemic has made this worse, but this was already starting pre-pandemic. We humans, and I've talked about this before, we're meant to connect with other humans. We're meant to be around other humans. And we're less and less connected on a very personal level. We don't see people as much. We're not getting out as much. We kind of are living in our own little bubbles. And within our own little bubbles, we tend to keep people who look like us, think like us, act like us, because that is a very human thing. Our inherent tribalism kicks in. That can be okay to a point, but it's not so good for humanity. We need to get out more. We need to see others more. We need to be more accepting and open of other humans and stop fighting over the little things so much and stop what I call othering people. And what I mean by that is because somebody has very different viewpoints, we see them as other, which then separates them from us and we don't understand them. And over time, that makes us really look at them in a more um, disfavorable way. We don't trust them as much. And eventually it can lead us to think they're actually bad or evil, even though they're not. They just have different values than us. And so that's not a good thing, right? And so I think it's really important to understand that and to understand a lot of this comes from values. Now, I'm not saying that people who do bad things or who are truly inherently bad people, and we all can spot them usually, uh, that we should befriend them and understand them. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we often tend to do this othering too quickly because of the way our minds like to work and tribalism kicks in. And that's not a good thing. And so understanding values is really important here. Now, why am I specifically talking about the value of freedom? Well, because today is July 4th and it's a perfect example of how this plays out. So I'm basically going to give you some background on why I value freedom so much, why it is a core personal value of my own, where it came from, why, and then how that plays out within my life as an example of what I'm talking about. And my hope for you is I'm not trying to convince you that freedom should be your top value. I'm not trying to convince you to agree with me in, in any way, shape, or form. What I'm hoping is it'll give you a better understanding about how values play a big part in how we see ourselves and other people, our own values, and then how other people's values do the same thing. And so that you can start really thinking through this and see how it's currently impacting your life and how you might want to take a little bit different outlook, be a little bit more open to understanding other people, and so on. Okay, so freedom. I've gone through this a bit before in my introductory episode, but as a kind of a quick recap, my childhood was not the best. My mom was an alcoholic for the entirety of my childhood. She did not stop drinking until I was in law school. When people drink the way that she did, they don't make the best decisions. Let's just be clear on that, right? And she was pretty codependent for a lot of years during that time period, for really during that entire time period, which for her, ended up resulting in very bad relationships. She didn't choose the best men. Now, my father, thankfully, was not one of those bad guys. <laughs> she chose a great guy there. They were just very, very young, got married a bit early and decided, yeah, this isn't going to work. 
But shortly thereafter, she started drinking a lot more. She had two marriages that followed the marriage to my father that were with not so great men. They were abusive physically and mentally. And I saw a lot of things that I didn't want to see that I shouldn't have had to have grown up with or seen. Now, I am very happy to say that years later, she stopped drinking. She changed her ways. She's like a completely different person. I am in such awe of her. And I, I think what she has done is amazing. And she's now married to an amazing man. So everything's turned out really, really well at the end of the day. But my childhood pretty much sucked. I felt like I was forced to watch things I didn't want. I felt like a caged bird. I remember thinking at one point early on, I think it was eight or nine, I'm in a cage. I'm in a cage I haven't created. Anytime I get out of the cage, which means, you know, going to my grandparents, going to a friend's, getting away, it's very limited. I'm still limited. I can't truly get away. And I know because of that, because of how I grew up, because of how I felt, one of my biggest needs is to feel unrestricted. Anytime I feel restricted, I rebel. But I've also come to understand over the past five, six years that I actually have a value very related to this need. And it's because of how I grew up. And it's the value of freedom. Freedom to be free. Freedom to me means freedom of choices. It means freedom in opportunity. It's very similar to how freedom, I think, was viewed by our founding fathers here in the United States. I think some of it actually does have to do with the U.S. value of freedom because my grandfather, who I've spoken about briefly before, and actually I'm going to link to an article that I wrote about him a couple of years ago for Tiny Buddha that gives you a good flavor of who my grandfather was. He was an amazing human being. But he also valued freedom for other reasons. And he was the epitome of kind of the self-made man here in the United States, somebody who grew up really poor, but had lots of opportunities given to him. There were lots of opportunities for him to get out. He went to college. He played football. He was able, able to go to college because of the football scholarship that he got. It gave him a good education. He got an engineering degree. Then he got opportunities with these amazing companies and eventually ended up an executive at Exxon. I will tell you that he was kind of my hero growing up. He still is my hero, really. Because of the way I grew up and the need to feel so unrestricted and that influence from this great man who was a big outlet for me, freedom has become this huge value of mine. Now, what does that mean in respect of other values, right? So there's a lot of talk right now where people talk about equality and equity. And by the way, I don't think equality and equity are the same thing. I think people often tend to use them interchangeably. To me, they are not the same. Here's what I think of as equality. Equality means... Everybody has the same opportunities. We're all given the same opportunities and freedoms so that we get to make our best choice to go out and do with it what we will. But it does not mean we end up in the same place, right? Because we all make different choices. And that's part of freedom. I think freedom and equality 
go together really well. So equality happens to be a value. It's not one of my top three to five. It's probably one of my top 10, however, values. And they go well together. Equity, however, to me, at least the way it's utilized nowadays or talked about nowadays, is really about, well, because everybody has different circumstances, then everybody should be given different opportunities and or resources so that they can get an equal outcome. And so the values of freedom and equality kind of clash with equity, don't they? Now, that doesn't make having the value of equity wrong or bad. It just means that if you have that, you have different beliefs. You see the world in a different way. And I totally get that. There is no right or wrong here, y'all. It's an individual truth. I'm not a big fan of my truth, that, that whole like, but I think here it actually does apply. So you can see how just this one value can play out. It impacts how I view myself. It impacts how I view the world. It impacts everything. What I would say is I do not shy away or stray from people who have values that are very different than mine. I find them fascinating and interesting. And I'm always curious about the why behind, like, what's your story that led you to this value? I think it's really important to start understanding that for a couple of reasons. It enables you to A, be more open to other people's viewpoints, because guess what? It may just change yours a little bit. Won't change your underlying value, but it might change how you define a piece of it or where you insert a caveat. That's definitely happened to me. B, it allows you then to be more understanding of others and not do this othering I talked about earlier. And it really allows you to have a much, I would say a happier existence. I don't know how else to put it, y'all. We have a lot of people right now who are high anxiety, high stress, lots of worries. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, there's a lot of problems in this world. But I don't personally believe a lot of the problems are all that different than they ever have been. Human beings are human beings. There's always man-made issues. They do change, but there are always big issues, right? And you can look at history and see there's been incredibly horrible and tumultuous times. So why are stress and anxiety levels so much higher? Well, I think a part of this is because we are disconnecting from those people who think differently than us, who have different values, and not aiming to understand them. And when you do that othering that I was, that's othering, when you do that, you understand them less and less. You question more and more. It increases your worry about them. It increases your stress and anxiety. A lot of the stress and anxiety goes down. So yes, this is good for society. Yes, this is good for relationships. It's also good for you, for your happiness, for your mental health. All right. I know this was a bit of a strange episode, but given that today is kind of a special day, I wanted to come in here with a bit shorter one, but one that I've been thinking about for a while, one that I've wanted to find a way to talk about values in this way, to talk about how they impact your decisions, how they impact your viewpoint, how they impact how you see the entire world, other people, yourself, how it impacts your relationships, everything. I'm hoping it made a difference in this way. 
but it at least gave you pause to think, huh, I see where this can be an issue. Perhaps I can be more open to understanding others' values and where they came from. Be more curious about the why behind it. All right, that is it for today. We will be back next week with another guest. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life and Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a follower or subscriber, be sure to hit the follow and or subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life and Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.